They're grumpy. <laughs> All right, buddy. We are live. Welcome in. Latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. Go by SEC Michael Twitter. Joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Falls on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tennessee Hover? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, just when the, you know, you think the season's at an end, there's no SEC teams in the playoff for the first time in the history of this show, Shane. And yet, one thing after another happens, I'm like, my goodness, Shane and I, we got to hop on. We got to talk about this. And, and this, so far, Shane, we got the first debut national yeah. championship odds for all 16 SEC team. So that's what we're going to talk about. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right, man. <laughs> I told you I told you yesterday I was going to be a little grumpy next few days as as I transition to this healthy lifestyle, <laughs> you know. So it it is it's taking some getting used to, but I feel a lot better today, Mike. And uh another day under my belt, you know. So uh I I'm I'm pumped up and like you said online it's I keep getting tagged in all this stuff that's going on and 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 you're right. You you feel like the off season is is never really upon you in the SEC anymore. It's just constant action, constant movement. We got kids, you know, uh, jumping on board. We got kids leaving, coaches leaving. It's it's been a whirlwind today. Right, and for anyone sitting around wondering, you know, maybe they just missed the last episode or or two, Shane. They're like, why? Why is cousin Shane grumpy? Cousin Shane. Well, here's a little meme he threw out here. <laughs> the struggle is real. New Year's resolution and Texas Roadhouse oh. rolls here. That that's a picture says a thousand words. You know what? God, he's in love, ain't he? I mean, he is in love. He is every ball fan right now. For the listeners, this is Coach Hop just admiring his future quarterback, you know. So uh I, I that that's me right now. I just I removed all of the like you know, it's kind of crazy. I moved to all the stuff like the, like, you, you know, like it's like I'm, not, I'm an addict, you know what I'm saying? And I can't oh, yeah. have this stuff laying around or, or I'm going to take a hit, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I got to get all this stuff out of the house. And, and my wife, she's kind of freaking out because, you know, she likes to keep a couple sweets around, but she's narrowed it down to a list of things I don't like. Right. And, uh, and, and, and so it's like candy corn it's it's mini marshmallows. That's like her go-to sweets, and I know that's not her favorites, but she's kind of figured the <laughs> chocolate-covered cherries, you know, these kind of things I absolutely hate. So it's safe having around. So kudos to my wife. She's finally figured it out. Yeah, and the same man, he says, keep it up, Shane. Keep up the great work. But he also, I don't know if he's trying to tempt you or not, but he said, how about Oof. that cinnamon butter down there Buddy. at Texas Roadhouse? I tell you what, I that's the problem with the roadhouse. By the time you get your your meal, you're so full because I'm like two baskets in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that hey, what, real quick before we get into it? Since I can still talk about it, doesn't mean I got to eat it. But right. if if you were to power rank, uh, I don't know your your bread side. Is is there a is there a list that you like? Man, I I love this place. And, and if you don't have one, I've got one ready. If you're if you want me to. <laughs> Go I figured, ahead. I figured you come prepared for something like this, Shade. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you go ahead while I sit here and think about my favorite bread spots. Right. Texas Roadhouse is my number one uh, for me. Uh, number mm -hmm, two, mm -hmm. I had O'Charlie's Rolls, but I think they've kind of dropped here a little bit after COVID. So uh, I'm going Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits, number two. <laughs> and then uh, That was I'll on my three. list. That was on my oh, list. Shit. Well, I'll just do three. I'll, I, oh, Charlie's is still there, but uh, that's that's my top three right now. John says, Shane, ready for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Mike. Hey, I went down here to Cheddar's uh, honorable mention, their mm -hmm. crescent rolls with their honey butter. Come on now. If you've not had it, you better get in there and try it. Uh, Philip says, we're going to power rank bread. <laughs> <laughs> The Outback uh, Loaf? No, no, I'm just kidding. What? No, I'm not. I'm not that fat, am I? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think we've hit on all the bread that I can think. There, there's none that really jumps out to my. I, I do like Olive Garden Endless Breadsticks. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly fine. 
it's not a good choice, but it's definitely it definitely needs to be discussed. No, I'm messing with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to knock your list, Mike. And you know, I'm not a big I, believe it or not. I'm not an Olive Garden guy. I just think it's a, a I think it's a knockoff on Italian restaurants. Now, their soup Toscana, I can I can get behind some of that. But mm-hmm. my wife loves it. She loves that place, and I cannot stand it. But the breadsticks while I'm there, better damn believe I'm going to have a few of those. And uh, Bassman wants to know: Has Napier been fired yet? Not quite <laughs> yet, but uh, he may be after we get to these uh, these odds, Shane. So, you ready to get into it? Yeah, this ain't the Food Network, Mike. This is football <laughs> talk. So let's get into it, Mike. <laughs> so th- this is the first SEC national championship odds that I have seen for 2024. And again, this is not to win the SEC. This is to win the whole shebang, Shane, the national championship. Mm-hmm. Last time the power rankings started at the bottom, went to the top. So let's just go in reverse order this time because this is where, you know, this is where the fans really get excited, national championship talk. And we got two, and I should have said this comes via bet online, two teams, Shane, tied for the best odds to win the national championship out of the SEC, no surprise. You, you We already know who that is, right? Absolutely. Georgia and Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you got one of them. It's Alabama and Georgia, both 5-1 to one odds to win the Ooh. whole thing next season. Thoughts on Alabama, Georgia. Uh, and, and here's something to think about, you know, with all this. And this is not a knock on Georgia or Alabama because we know – it, some, if they're not there, if they're not in the 12-team playoff, something's gone horribly wrong. Right. They got elite coaches, elite rosters, all that, elite fans and home field and all that. So I'm not saying that this is not what it should be, but odds does not necessarily mean that this is where things truly stand. The odds yeah. makers, they have to take into account how many Alabama fans are out there, how many Georgia fans are out there, and not even fans, but just people that – maybe barely follow college football, that see odds, that going to bet Alabama, that are going to bet Georgia, that all factors into these odds. It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, these odds makers have some kind of clue as to who's going to win it all. But to say all that, Shane, I, I'll throw it back to you. Five to one odds for Alabama and Georgia to win the next national championship. Thoughts on that? Well, I guess you could really ask, which one would you lean toward? You know, I, I – I mean, I'm right there with you. It, getting to the dance is going to be the hard part. Now, once you're in there and you punch that ticket, anything can happen. We, I mean, that's what we say about college basketball. That's what we say about the NFL. Just get to the playoffs, and that's exactly what you is, – is Georgia and Alabama going to be in the top 12? I think so. I, I, I think – I would take money to, to say that they are as opposed to that they won't make it. Now, once they get in there, are they favorites? Yeah, because they both got – they both got the team, brother. They both got potential. Uh, both of them, you know, are going to have a few pieces leaving, but they reload. They don't rebuild. So, yeah, I like these odds. Yeah, and shout out Marty Funkhauser gave us five bucks. He says, Mike, you look like a South Park character come to life. <laughs> That's the full comment. I, I, I don't see it, but I, get, but I do appreciate the five bucks. Kyle wants to know, hey, Shane, how many calorie-free beers have you had today? <laughs> Zero. I, I, I've kind of I've, I've, I've brought it down a little bit. I'm just doing about three right now. So I, I'm not completely out. You know, We'll save it for the <laughs> national championship. Yeah, but you asked, who would you lean towards? I, I, I do believe I could have this mistake in shape, but I think when these odds very first came out, I think Georgia – was five to one, and Alabama was five and a half to one. So I, yeah. I believe I'm led to believe Alabama got bet early to to knock that up to to five to one. But I would, I think they had it right the first time. I would slightly, ever so slightly, Shane, lean towards Georgia being yeah. the pick to win it all. And and it's just it's wild, Shane, that a team. I just got done recording with our good friend Stephen Lassen. That's going to be on the next episode. But he's saying, you know, this feels like a revenge tour for Georgia. And I stopped him and I said, Stephen, they've not lost an SEC regular season game in three seasons. How are we already on a revenge tour? But he's absolutely right. Kirby's got them kids brainwashed down there. You you missed an opportunity to win three for three. So we got to correct that and win three out of four. That's going to be the message all offseason in Athens. And they're going to – 
they're going to buy right into that. So I think Georgia's the team to beat right now. Absolutely. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head, just Kirby Island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once you're on there, it, it's it's the united front. It's the same goal. And, you know, they got snubbed. And don't think that that's – that's not going to get brought up in off season. That's not going to get brought up in spring ball and weight training. And it's just going to be constantly ringing through them that they don't, they don't respect the Georgia Bulldogs enough to put them into a college football playoff. You know, so this is ammunition and a launch pad. So yeah, if I'm given a slight edge, I'm going Georgia myself. Yeah. Adam says LSU's on a revenge tour to play some defense next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just keep some defense. I don't know what's going on over there, man. And, There's a, a lot of smoke coming out. Five bucks from Aaron. Appreciate you, Aaron. He wants to know who was the biggest disappointment in the SEC this year. Uh, there were a couple, Shane, but I think at the top of my list is probably Texas A&M. Uh, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's fair to say. What, what about you? That's exactly where I was going to go. You know, I thought – we put Bobby Petrino higher up there and, you know, they got all the pieces and, and we've made an argument that they can make a run for it and totally disappointed. I mean, barely making the bowl games again, coach getting fired. So yeah, I think this is an easy answer here. Arkansas, and, and then, Arkansas close second. Yeah. 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 I didn't want to kick them while they're down. You know what I mean? But I yeah. Yeah. They're, they're right there with it, but uh, you know, back to these odds, Shane. So I just, I just said Georgia's a team to beat, but you know, I think – I don't know where you lean on this. I don't even know how you could, Shane. But I think – I I feel like I was right about Alabama, that it, it is in a little bit of a decay. But you could just as easily say, well, how in the hell can you say that? They won the SEC. They made the college football playoff. But I don't know if you caught it, Shane, after the national championship. I mean, Nick Saban was just – we're happy to be here. You know, this was what a turnaround. I mean, that that kind of bothered me. But to not be so negative, I the point I'm trying to make, I think I was right. I, I don't I think this is the worst Alabama's been in 10 years. Yeah. They still won the SEC. They still won the national or <laughs> they still went to the playoff, which is yeah. only four teams. So I think as long as they correct some of these issues, they correct the offensive line, Jalen Milrose a little bit more consistent. There's no reason that that they should be better next year. And and to say the SEC champion should be better, that's a scary place, I think, for Georgia and the entire rest of the SEC because Alabama, they deserve to be up here. I don't know if I'd put them on the same plateau as, as Georgia right now, but they're not far off in my mind. Yeah. What do you Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm totally with you. If I'm thinking just attributes alone – with the athletes that they've got coming back, you would just think that they would just naturally progress to be a better player, to be a better defender, to better offensive player. So, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. So there's a reason that that Vegas is saying Georgia and Alabama are tied, you know, because you could literally go either way. It's kind of a coin toss on those two teams. Right. So number I don't, three. I don't know if they're going to win it, but you better damn believe it. They're probably going to make it to that four spot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So number three on this list, Shane, Texas nine to one. So not double odds of Alabama, Georgia, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a gap here, five to one to, to nine to one. So Texas Longhorns first official season in the SEC being nine to one. Oh, I bet the rest of the SEC hates all this Texas love. We're going to find out if they're legit or not next season. But uh, thoughts on Texas coming into this league with national championship aspirations, which I think is fair, given that they just went to the college football playoff, although their path to get there, you know, we've all seen the schedule. That It looks like you couldn't ask for a much uh, – there's no easy path, but a, but a not – you know, it's not Georgia's schedule. It's not Alabama's schedule. But yeah. t- Texas 9-1, to one, are, are you buying that right now? Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. And I think there's going to be some growing pains coming into the SEC for them and Oklahoma. But, you know, you're, you're talking two programs that are almost built ready for this conference. And, in fact, they've, they've came over to Tuscaloosa and whooped some ass. They've, they, you know, they made it to the college football playoffs. Had they make a couple of mistakes in their own conference? Of course. But now, you know, you, you, you're going to have a little bit of, you know, cushion. And I'm – 
I don't know if you have their schedule, you know, close to you, but Texas schedule is really nice compared to those two teams that we talked started out of the gate. I mean, you're looking at Georgia, uh, you know, other than that, maybe the and Georgia's at home too. Maybe the Michigan. Yeah, I mean, that those are the two games that but you can lose them. I know it sounds crazy, but you could lose those two games and still be in the top 12 playoff run, you know? So, right. yeah, I like I just like Texas odds just getting to the dance. Right, and Sandman said it here. He says, I'm a Texas grad. I think we win nine to ten games. And, and nine probably doesn't get you in the field, but ten. And and I just like what you exactly what you said, Shane. This it sounds weird saying this, but you could possibly lose two games mm-hmm. and still make like at Michigan and and and, and Georgia, if you win the rest. You're in the 12 team playoff. Yeah. So you're in the dance. And, and who knows? Maybe, maybe you only lose those games because your quarterback's hurt or your, your left tackle's hurt or something. And, and they're, yeah. as long as they're back during the playoff, we're cooking here with, uh, oh, baby, 100 bucks. Appreciate you, Mark. 100 bucks. Hey, Thanks for visiting. This is uh, the guy I was telling you about, Shane. He's, he's launching a podcast. He's, he's not yet done it here. Big uh, Texas guy. He's going to host a, a Texas, Oklahoma podcast. Uh, so I appreciate you, Mark, for a hundred bucks. Didn't have to do that. I don't. I didn't ask you for anything, but we very do. We very much do appreciate that. And we're 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 talking Texas just for you, Mark. We weren't going to talk about them, but until you gave us that hundred bucks, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, <laughs> how I, many I, rolls can you get for a hundred bucks? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show, guys. See you tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's going to be fascinating. I I think. Yeah. I mean, it goes without saying how Texas, how Oklahoma do next season in the SEC. That's going to be one of the bigger storylines. But they play Georgia in Austin. I mean, that that right there, I think, is already going to be. And then Georgia plays at Alabama. I mean, there's, buddy, there there's a couple games here that are circled on the SEC calendar. And I, I, let me throw this out while you're talking about it, Mike. Mm-hmm. The the two losses too may be a good thing because you got to remember SEC championship. It's going to be the top two teams, right. and it may be one loss programs, and then the two loss. Not saying Texas is two loss. It may be somebody else, but a two loss SEC team may not have to play that extra game before they go to the playoffs. So this may be the sweet spot. Right, and I think I think we're going to get to that point, Shane, where some of these teams, if you're firm, like if you're number four or five in the country, mm-hmm. I think you don't want to go to the SEC championship. I really no. don't. I think you want to just go on to the playoff and, and not risk injury, not risk losing. Uh, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Now, next on the list here, Shane, this one, this one surprised me. LSU, with the fourth best odds in the SEC to win the mm-hmm. national championship, 12 to 1. And this was uh, – now, maybe this is because they – Fired Matt House, and they said, LSU's back, baby. I, I don't know, but uh, uh, they're they cleaning house there. They had to do it, but with Jaden Daniels off to the NFL, Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas all off to the NFL, Mike Denbrock, the offensive coordinator, back to Notre Dame. Uh, I, I'm not saying we're, you know, we're out on LSU completely, and th- those fans probably love the fact that I'm down on them because, hell, I – I talked them up too much this off last off season, but at twelve to one, I don't think there's I don't think that's great value for LSU. What what's your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of question marks. You know what I'm saying on that defensive side. Of course, look at them this year. I mean, they they had a lot of question marks, but they don't have Jake Daniels, and and I I think Garrett's going to be a hell of a quarterback. They're still going to have a hell of a team. They're going to put up a lot of points, but if we could get some sort of life from LSU and and you're starting to see some of the players on that side of the ball, you know, after this, after this firing, you know, making little hints, little jokes, things like that. I don't know what was going on exactly behind the scenes, but you know, if the team wasn't playing together, they weren't going to win together. So uh, I I think obviously a new chapter on that side of the ball, especially will be a good thing with LSU, but 12 to one, that's just a little too rich for my blood right now. Right. I, I mean, I even like the next team. Shane, with a little bit better odds. Ole Miss, 14 to 1. Imagine we're sitting here, Shane, saying Ole Miss with the uh, fifth best odds to win the national championship out of the SEC and saying, that ain't enough, brother, because all they're adding via the portal, all they got coming back, more importantly, the continuity on the coaching staff, 14 to 1. 
the Ole Miss Rebels, Shane. I am buying, buying, buying all the Ole Miss stock I can get. They have a path as well to get to the national yeah. to, to get to the playoff, to get to the national championship. Uh, I am loving some Ole Miss right now at 14 to 1. Nice schedule. The stars are lining up. I mean, people are the fans are fired up. I mean, this is this it feels like it's time. You know what I'm saying? And look, and listeners don't see it, but you you got Furman, MTSU, Wake Forest, Georgia Southern, Kentucky, who knows? 20 I mean, that's your first test week 5. Uh this is a, this is a good showdown, brother, and that one's at home. So, I I like it. Back half, the toughest games you're looking at LSU away. Uh, Oklahoma at home, Georgia obviously sitting out there like a sore thumb, but <laughs> late in the season, who knows what you're going to get with this game. So, uh, yeah, I'm loving this schedule and, and old Miss odds. So you got a little extra money in your pocket. This is a good team to put it on. Yeah. I think I'm buying it up before, uh, before those odds change. Cause I think it will I, change. I think they got it wrong with, uh, maybe like LSU and maybe even Texas there. I mean, not that, not the Texas is wrong, but I, I think I'd put old Miss a little bit closer to. 10 to 1, something like that, as opposed to where it's currently at 14 to 1. I think that's a little yeah. bit of a mistake. Now, I know you are going to, you may not agree with the number, but you're going to agree with the next team, Shane. Tennessee, <laughs> 25 to 1. Yeah. Again, th- I th- those are pretty good odds to win the national championship. And that is with, of course, uh, Nico, star quarterback, probably would have won 12 games this year if he was the starting quarterback. But a red hot Tennessee ball. 25 to 1. Got to play Alabama. Got to play Georgia. Yeah. Uh, but hell, you knock off one of those teams. I think you're probably a lock to make the college football playoff. And as long as you get in the dance, you know, I, you got to like their odds to, to make some noise there with Nico. Yeah, again, you, it, it's, it's two losses. You know, how many times have you watched a, as a Tennessee fan, you, you lose early to Florida Gators and your season's over. The SEC championship's not going to happen. You know, that doesn't happen anymore. You're looking at Tennessee Vol schedule here and it's it, daunting a couple of times. There's a couple key games here, but beyond Georgia and Alabama, which maybe even Oklahoma, what, what teams are, is Tennessee fans really worried about right now, especially knowing that they got Nico. And, and I know other fans other than Tennessee are getting tired of hearing this name, but it, it's, it, it is an important piece of Josh Hopple's offense that they've not had here this last season. And, and it's shown, you know, especially in that red zone. Yep. And no back-to-back road games. I think that's critical. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> they're tired of hearing about Nico now. They they may have to tune out next season, Shane, because <laughs> he, he's going to be taking over college football. You just wait for it. Absolutely. And that's the key, man. Tennessee's got – they got linemen coming back. They got weapons coming back, brews coming back. Uh, they're starting to fill up around him. So that's something, you know, as long as they stay healthy, knock on wood, you know, that offense is going to be a, a world of difference than they were this season. Michael Riley says October 12th. That seems like a lot. They're, they're hosting Florida. You can never count on Tennessee you can never. to beat Florida. You just can't. But uh, At least you it's may not be the right. swamp, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now this one, this one really surprised me as well, Shane. Next on the list, Texas A&M, 33-1. Oh. I'm not buying it, but I do like Mike Elko. I like a lot of the pieces. I, I think they're a year away uh, it's surprising to see them over a couple teams we're about to hit on here, but uh, maybe this is you know people buying into uh, A and M, the elite fan base, getting a potentially an elite coach. Love the offensive coordinator hire. So if this is a, a year one, I mean, if they win not again, nine wins is not out of the realm of possibility for Texas A yeah. and M. Maybe that gets you into the conversation. Probably got to get to ten. But uh, again, same things. I mean, no, no back-to-back road games. Uh, yeah. Some very difficult games here, but some most of the difficult ones are at home. I mean, the, the road games: Florida, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Auburn, and, and the, Arkansas on a neutral field. But you could you could win all those games. 
Yeah, I mean, just the fact you don't have Georgia and Alabama on here, you know, yeah. is, is is a good thing. So, yeah, I, I get it, Mike, and I'm not trying to get sucked into this web again. You know, this <laughs> Texas A&M hot train that seems to happen every season. You know, by SEC media days, I'll probably have them third in the SEC, but not right now, man. I am not punching that ticket. <laughs> yep, yep, and I, might, I can already see it shaded the comments here, Uh the the Texas and Tennessee fans are just battling over who's UT, who's TU, UT's in Austin, UT's in, in Knoxville. I mean, this could be I should so do, much. You remember the history lesson? I should do that one again about the real UT, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll fire that one up here in the offseason. All right, how about uh, next on the list, Shade? The Oklahoma Sooners, 40-1. Hmm. To win it all in their first season in the SEC. And I've heard a lot of people, Shane, they're sitting here saying, well, my goodness, Oklahoma's got a tough slate. I don't know. Temple, Houston, Tulane, all at home, Tennessee at home. It ain't easy, but it, you know, it's not a murderer's row either. I think they, I think 4 0 is possible. Yeah. At Auburn, Texas in, in Dallas, uh, uh, South Carolina at home, at Ole Miss, Maine, at Mizzou, Alabama. At it. Okay, it's getting it's getting rough here. Yeah. So it's getting rough. But I'm just saying, I, I'm not betting on them to win the national championship, but I'm not betting on them to go six and six like some other people. I, I think yeah. Oklahoma's gonna come in this league with something to prove, kind of like Missouri did back in the day. Yeah. And they hell, they won a damn east their first two years. So uh I think Oklahoma's gonna get in here ready to play. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point, man. When Mizzou came over, that was Kind of the narrative. Nobody had them picked, and then all of a sudden they're in the mix. So, right. yeah, I'm, I, Oklahoma. We're gonna. It, it's gonna take me a little while to kind of figure out where they fall in in, in the ranks of the SEC. But, but Mike, the, the schedule starts out really nice, and who knows? You never know. By November, you're talking about a totally different football team, and those are going to be the the games that people remember. When you look at Mizzou, you look at Alabama, you look at LSU. Those those are going to be some tough matchups. But they're going to be marquee games and opportunities to Oklahoma to win some fans over. I think the toughest thing for Texas and Oklahoma, Shane, is just going to be week in, week out, the grind of the SEC. We've talked uh-huh. about that a lot, just how anyone short of Vanderbilt can can catch you, particularly if it's on the road. But also the fact that uh, I think we, we know we know all too well, Shane, every SEC fan can you know you know they hate everybody so yeah you step onto their their field they're gonna hate you and, and you i mean oklahoma texas may th- they may be ready from a from from a coaching and a player standpoint but it's different when you get on that field and you're in neyland stadium when you're in gainesville florida when you're in athens georgia you're in tuscaloosa it it's different and it'll it'll certainly be an adjustment from kansas and oklahoma state and and all these teams you know what <laughs> No, absolutely, and and uh, what was their odds again? What was the odds in uh, forty to one for Oklahoma? Mm. I mean, can, can you convince me that they? Uh, can you convince me that they do make it at least to the top twelve? Oh, I I certainly think they can make the top twelve. Yeah, the defense got you know get a little bit better. They got a five star quarterback that started the bowl game, Jackson Arnold. If if he takes a step up. They're right in the main. They got all kinds of weapons down there at Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Quick little break from the show to remind you guys we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today and put in that promo code that SEC, T H A T S E C, over at MyBookie Online Sportsbook. They're willing to give our audience a $200 exclusive cash bonus today to wager on these bowl games, NFL, NFL playoffs will be right around the corner, college, football, playoffs, all the sports. They got you covered over at mybookie.ag today. And don't forget, most importantly, that promo code, that SEC is the number one way to help support the show this football season. Head on over to mybookie.ag. Dot ag today put in that promo code that sec all new users get a free two hundred dollar cash bonus just for signing up and using that promo code we're also brought to you by prize picks don't forget the prize picks daily fantasy sports the go-to site for daily fantasy sports is none other than prize picks and with that promo code sec they are willing to match your initial deposit up to a hundred bucks so you can have two hundred bucks in your prize picks account today 
with that promo code SEC. Help the podcast stay independent. I know football's winding down, but there's still lots of football action to get in on before it all comes to a sad, depressing end. Head on over to Prize Picks, promo code SEC, and that SEC over at mybookie.ag today. We don't ask for much. We just ask, take advantage of these sponsorship opportunities if you can afford to do it. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that. SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And now back to the show. Now, here's the woodshed. I think these are the best value bet on the entire board. You're going to love this one. <laughs> well, let's see. You may be off the bandwagon. I don't know, but we'll. Mizzou, Shane, 50 to 1. And I'll you find me a loss on here, Shane, <laughs> short of at Alabama, which they'll be underdogs. And, hell, I'm not saying they can't beat Alabama. I think the team we saw in the Rose Bowl, I think they yeah. can beat them. But uh, Let me get over here. Let me get over here, Mizzou fans. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it'll be a little different here. But, I, I mean, I, I, I'm trying not to go overboard with the hype, but I think, I think another 10-win season, very realistic for Mizzou. Shit, Mike. I mean, I'm trying to find the loss there. And, and you know, like you said, the toughest matchups, they got bye weeks right before it. So between the Auburn, uh, right after the Alabama game, they'll have the bye week. Uh, then they've got another one. Where's the other one? A&M, was it? I believe, yeah. Right. So after the first four games at home, are mm-hmm. just going to be bloodbaths. You know, this is Mizzou's going to be sitting high and pretty. That A&M will be a tough matchup. But if they get past that one, brother, I, there's a real chance that they don't have a tough matchup till October 26. I mean, who knows what Hugh Freeze is going to do with Auburn? I don't know if he's going to be coaching that week or recruiting. But <laughs> you know, if we get to Alabama October 26 and you're undefeated, how are you not going to make the college football playoff? Even if you lose to Bama, you know, you, there's there's this is your best bet. You know, because did they lose their quarterback? No. Did they lose their best receiver? No. Did they lose some athletes? Absolutely. But they also got a lot through the portal, brother. I'm loving Mizzou. I, I know a lot of people are tired of the Mizzou, Shane, but I think he's around for one more season. Right. And, and you know, the, the only question I would have about Mizzou, and, you know, I think maybe they answered some of it in the bowl game, but um, and, and certainly towards the latter half of the, the season, but, how do they handle expectations? How do they yeah. handle pressure that comes with yahoos like you and I saying, they, they better win 11. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that That's completely foreign to this program in, in recent seasons. So, I, again, I'm not saying they can't do it, but it's a new challenge. You know, we, we've seen many. That's the yeah. beauty of college football, Shane. A lot of the – hell, we hype up A&M every damn year. They fall short. They can't handle the expectations. Can Mizzou handle the expect? We've seen many Tennessee teams. We've seen Auburn teams. Many, all these teams fail mm-hmm. to live up to expectations. Now Missouri has got those expectations. That that may be the toughest thing they have to overcome next year. 
Yeah, maybe it may be, and you know, I just again the way their schedule set up, they've got an opportunity to to ramp up slowly. They don't have to; they're not thrown in the fire with a top twenty five team. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's the good thing. And and by the time they get going week five, Mizzou should be right again, right in the mix of things. Now, how about this one, Shane Auburn, a hundred to one to win the national championship. And crazy things happen on the plane, Shane. I'm not saying put your mortgage on Auburn 100 to 1, but year two, Hugh Freeze, we got to get him locked in. Hopefully, he's not doing recruiting all offseason. He's, you know, hopefully they land a quarterback, at least to compete with Bray, uh, Peyton Thorne. I think that's a must. But an infusion of talent, top 10 recruiting class, they're desperate for help at a lot of skill position. And that's exactly what they attacked via re- recruiting. I think yeah. it's a it's certainly a year too early to be talking national championship, but they put the odds out. So Auburn, a hundred to one, and, and yeah, they looked bad at times, but hell, they they gave Georgia, you know, all they could yeah. handle. They gave out. They should have beat Alabama, who just went to the college football playoff. There, there is there is something in this program that that they've not unlocked yet, and and maybe they unlock it next fall. Yeah, and I, I just think, uh, I mean, as much as I give Hugh Freeze a hard time, there are some games you're just like, he's a damn wizard out there. So, I, I you can't you can't mark Auburn. I mean, even Alabama, it, it came down to a fourth and 31 miracle. You know, uh, Auburn's going to be a young team. They do got a lot of skilled athletes coming in that may be asked to do more than some other freshmen across the country. But if, if anybody can get this program on the right track, it's Hugh Freeze and – Making it making it to a college football playoff that'd be a tough one. Uh, do you see do you see any scenario where they end the season? Do you got their schedule? I'm just curious now. Yeah, let's throw it uh, up here. Let's say worst case scenario they they only lose. I mean, I see the two losses, but <laughs> right in the middle there. Right, yeah. And, and then Alabama on the road. I mean, it's going to be Ugh. tough. I mean, I I think the goal is to the goal should be eight and four. Yeah, for Hugh Freeze and company. Yeah, and but. and who knows? I mean, maybe maybe even do better than that. But um, it's still early. It's still early. We're going to give them some time, but but we're talking college football chance here. You know what? Hundred hundred. I mean, it's good money if you if you're looking at the schedule and saying, hey, you know, they catch fire at the end because you look at that schedule short of Alabama, mm-hmm. maybe A and M. We don't know what's going to happen there, but. You know they could close out this season pretty strong, and then make that case that they belong in the playoff, and and so on and so forth. It's it's teams like this that I watch. You know, slow starts, slow endings. You know, the meat of their schedules in the middle. If they could pull a couple offset upsets there, then who knows? You just two losses. I know we keep saying it's beating a, a drum, but but that's that's what we're talking about as an Auburn fan. The only problem with this schedule, though, Shane, if they lose to Georgia, if they lose to Alabama, both on the road. I don't know that they got the resume unless Oklahoma, A&M, Mizzou, or Kentucky, yeah. unless one of those is like a top 10 team. I don't, I don't know that you're going to look at this and say, well, they beat Cal. They beat New Mexico. Yeah. They beat Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like, I, I well, think I'm, yeah. they, they've got to upset someone big time, I think, to get in there. Well, I think for that scenario, though, is they have to beat Alabama. So, right. you know, they, they've got really close last year, <laughs> last couple of years, and I know it's easier said than done, but – but this Iron Bowl, you just never know what's going to happen, brother. Yeah, Green Wave says you, you better watch out for those Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, shit. Uh, and then we, we got two here, Shane, at 125 to 1 to win it all next season. The Arkansas Razorbacks and the Florida Gators. Now, Ooh. let's throw up the Gators real quick just because it's oh, – I mean, what there a, it is. I, I feel. I mean, I feel bad for Billy just looking at this thing. You know, My, Miami and and A and M, first three weeks of the season. At least they're both at home. Yeah. Uh, Central Florida at home at Tennessee, Georgia, of course, in Jacksonville at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss. I mean, just mine, mine after mine after mine after mine. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we should not be talking national championship with Florida just yet. No, no, I wouldn't quite put the mortgage on this one. That especially the back half of the schedule, but but if you're looking at the if you're looking at the top the front five, mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a shot, man. 
They run the board. They beat Miami. They beat Sanford. They beat A&M. They beat Mississippi State. They beat UCF. Yeah. With uh, KJ Jefferson down there now, and then and then you got the Vols on the road, which you know how that game usually. I mean, Florida Gator fans are not worried about that one at all. You know, I mean, they could lock up their bowl game. You know, by October twelfth. The problem is, like you said, with Kentucky, Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State. I mean, golly, that is a gauntlet right there. Let me ask you this, Shane. Truthfully, who do you yeah. think Florida fears most? Tennessee in Neyland Stadium or Kentucky in the swamp? (laughs) They, oh, man. I think the answer is Kentucky. I think Kentucky, man. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but they have no respect for them balls. And and why should they? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Right. They own them. 13 damn miles, I'll tell you, brother. I ain't betting on them no more (laughs) or against them. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you, Brandon. He he just gave us five bucks. Thank Uh, you, brother. No, no comment or anything. Cousin else. Brandon, appreciate yeah. you, brother. Yeah, and then Arkansas, they're also one hundred twenty-five to one. Um, again, I don't, I don't think we should be contemplating um, the Razorbacks to win any kind of national championship. But I mean, they've got a nice little schedule here too. Arkansas, yeah. Pine Bluff, Oklahoma State. It is on the road, but UAB at home. If they could go three and zero, get some real momentum. Hugh Freeze, Auburn. They're just as likely to beat Georgia as they are to lose to Arkansas. I mean, there's just no there's no yeah. figuring out Auburn. So that's it's not one where you you can't win it. Of course, A and M's had your number, but maybe that was maybe Jimbo had Arkansas figured out. I don't know, but yeah, you know, if you can win that one, there's there's an opportunity to get some big time momentum here. If you had to pick one, Mike, mm-hmm. the Florida Gators or the Arkansas Razorbacks, which one are you going with? I think Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not very confident in saying that, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just so down on Arkansas right now. There's something about Florida, man. Being told that they're going to suck, you know, it's like, I mean, how many games have you watched? And like, this guy doesn't miss a field goal. Then all of a sudden he yanks it left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just, they're trying to convince us. Everyone is trying to convince us that the Florida Gators are going to be garbage. But what if they're not? You know what I'm saying? What if they become the the damn story of 2024? Right. And, and there's no Georgia here. There's no Alabama here. And Purple Orca, I think they said it perfectly. Florida better, but Arkansas schedule is better. So that that could be the difference there. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. No, that you you're right, brother. You're right. I still ain't putting money on either one. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about this uh. ultimate wild card, Shane? Kentucky. 200 to one and we may need to uh you know stop the kentucky hype train that we've had seemingly every offset that that'll probably get them to the college football playoff but if brock vandegrift is is awesome uh you know they just got georgia's middle linebacker dumas johnson i mean kentucky is annually a difficult out for many in the sec uh tough slate here Got got Georgia the first three weeks of the season. That's unusual. You do get them at home at least, but uh, yeah, you know I'm, I'm looking at this schedule. All the home games outside of Georgia, I think, are winnable. Yeah. Some of the road game, all, all the road games look difficult playing in the swamp. But you own Florida. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, th- this is a this is a rough slate as I'm looking at the the away games. Do you think that they should be higher? Than than Florida and Arkansas, I, th- I, I think I definitely I would, do. Yeah, yeah, I think I would move them up a little bit, but still, I don't. I, I mean, hundred twenty five, hundred, no more than that. But uh, this is a team that you may see move a little bit. Two hundred, that that's that's an opportunity, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know, I'd probably put it all, them on the same plane as Auburn, a hundred to one. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair for Kentucky. I, I, again, we're we're. We're basing it off a quarterback that we've not not get to see start yet. You know, there there obviously there's some the defense has taken a little bit of a step back. I I would think, but I don't know, man. Uh, Kentucky's another one. I, I I do it every year. It's like the A and M. Well, we don't have East and West, but <laughs> back in the day it was the A M and the East. I, I'll I'll be convinced by media days that they belong as well. 
You know what I think it is, Shane? I think it's, uh, you know, those great fans. They send you so much of that Kentucky bourbon. We drink enough <laughs> yeah. of it. We can talk ourselves into that team being great. You know what? That is right. That is right. Absolutely. All right. How yeah, about, uh, people asked me when I was doing my quote-unquote sober 2024, that was uh-huh. one of the comments, you know. It was like, Shane ain't going to quit drinking. He's got all that <laughs> Kentucky bourbon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, how about uh, South Carolina, Shane, 250 to Hmm. 1. And, again, that's probably, I I don't know, maybe about right for them. But uh, I'm looking at their home slate. Well, some tough ones. I mean, a lot of tough, difficult road games as well. But uh, I like a lot of the home games, getting some of your tougher competition like LSU, Ole Miss, A&M, and Mizzou, getting them all at home. Doesn't mean you're going to win them all or anything, but Williams yeah. Bryce can be the great equalizer. And at Kentucky, at Alabama, I mean, hell, that's that's a loss. But at Oklahoma, they yeah. they they have won at Clemson in recent history. It's it's not undoable to have a winning record on the road there for for the Gamecocks. October, you got Ole Miss, <laughs> Alabama. And Oklahoma. Shit, son. <laughs> oh, buddy. They survived that one, man. Anything could happen. But yeah, that is a that is a rough, rough stretch right there. Um and, and again, it's so far out. We need we need we need some players to emerge. You know what I'm saying? Like like I mean, there, we said this about South Carolina this year. There was there was some dudes on that roster that that yeah. took that step and and now, you know, gonna be playing in the league. So that's that's what we need. We gotta keep Keep doing that. Keep producing, you know, NFL talent, and because uh, you're going to need a shit ton of them. Shane, I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to be mean. I swear. It's New Year. I'm trying to be optimistic. Yeah. If they go over in in October, which is very realistic, given yes. that Ole Miss top ten, Alabama top five, hell, Ole Miss probably top five, Oklahoma top fifteen. If they go over, we 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 have got to retire October, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, they got a thing where they do like something cool for a little bit, and then and then after a while, you're just like, yeah, we need to quit that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember, uh, Halinski used to have the threes and stuff, which was a good story and a good reason. But it was like, how long are we going to keep this trend up? You know, it's like, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. Well, speaking of the next one, Shane, Mississippi State five hundred to one, and again, I, that makes sense. New coach, new system. But, hell, Shane, I'm looking at their home games. A, a ton of winnable home games here. Now, the, the road games, Shit. they basically all look losable. Yeah. So, I, again, it's way early to be talking playoff for Mississippi State. But this, this season is all about the new system, new quarterbacks, see what we look like, getting away from god-awful Zach Arnett, that one-year disaster. I, I just want Mississippi State to be fun again. Let's get some high-scoring games, entertainment, if we can, if we can engineer some, you know, 30, 40 point games, even, you know, we want to win them all, but even if we lose like 35, 38, I mean, that's, that's entertainment at the, at the very least. That That's what we yeah. should be going for. Well, I mean, it, and, and they're starting to get a, a, a little talent, you know, they're starting to yeah. pick up little talent along the way. And, and that's what Mississippi state needs because, you know, you, you're not going to, you, last year you wouldn't watch Mississippi state Toledo this year. You will. Why? Because they're fun to watch. The when they go against the Florida Gators, they'll be fun to watch. They they may not win that game, but damn, they're going to put some points up along the way. So uh, that's that's what Levy and, and company are going to be bringing to state. And uh, I think there's uh, there's going to be some surprises. I'm telling you right now, Mike. There's going to be a couple of games. State's going to catch some dudes off guard, and they're going to wish they didn't catch Levy at the wrong time. Now, last Shane Vanderbilt. Thousand to one. I mean, that's worth throwing a buck on it, right? I mean, you got to. (laughs) We were one season off, Mike. This is the one. This is the run. Do they win? Do they win an SEC game here? I'm trying to look here. I mean, Uh, they get Bama at home, Texas at home. (laughs) I mean, South Carolina. Maybe South Carolina at home. That that's kind of the one I'd have circled. That that we might be able to steal one, but uh, no. Given what's happened this off season, Shane, I don't, I don't huh? think Vanderbilt gets a gets an SEC win. What do you think their odds are getting to uh, just a bowl game? 
huh? like 901, <laughs> 800. No, really. What would you give it? Like 150 uh, to 1, 200, two, two, maybe 200. 250 to 1, probably. Oof, man, I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Now, maybe, maybe you beat Virginia Tech. You beat, I think this is North Folk. Georgia State, we're playing at, oh, man, Georgia State. I mean, that's a SEC evil right there. Yeah. But if you can get those three, you get Ball State, you got four. You just got to pull two upsets. They did it two years ago. They beat Kentucky. Yeah. They beat Florida. Uh, I mean, that's all you got to do. I don't I don't see that. But, man, wow. man, yeah, I'll, I'll downgrade. 200 to one, Shay. 200 to one. Okay. All right. No, I still ain't taking it, but <laughs> I, right now, right now. And I don't mean to be grumpy because of Shane, but – but I am with Vanderbilt. It's it's a it's a tough spot because they they shown that they could be good. You know, when I, as much as I hate James Franklin, when he was down there, Vanderbilt was a scary team for some. You yeah. know, especially Vol fans. But you know, it, it shows you that there is opportunity. You bring somebody in like a. I hate to say it, but I mean, there's no way he'd do it. But Deion Sanders, you bring him to Nashville, and, yep. and with that with that. With that city, oh my gosh, man! I mean, it wouldn't be. It take two seasons, and then you'd be a be a powerhouse. It's just you need something like that. It's you've got the pieces around. You got the, but they got a brand new stadium, even you know. So it's just it, it pisses me off. Vanderbilt's not better. Yeah, Bobby's. He says save your buck. No need to put that buck down. And then JT says Vanderbilt joining the pack too, which. Uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, shit. Well, man, hey, so those are the first national championship uh, odds for the SEC for 2024. That's all I got on this one, brother. You got anything before we hop off the line? No, just been thinking about those roles. But, you know, sometimes I, I think it's best just to go to bed, Mike, you know? <laughs> 500 just... to 1 that Shane does not eat one of these damn rolls <laughs> in the next week, you know? Yeah, I'd like to see those odds. They'd be like 12 to 1 probably. <laughs> Are they even open? That's what they're doing. They're Googling what time and the, the distance of my house to Texas Roadhouse. Uh, I just go to bed, Mike. I've already I've already calorie down. I've, I've had my meals, drink my waters. I'm ready. I, I think I'm just going to just chalk it up. Well, tomorrow I won't be grumpy, I promise. All right. Well, stay strong, brother, for another day. I appreciate you for joining me. Appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out, especially those on the live show. We'll yeah. catch you. On the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy. This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State. <laughs>